since my first episode and I'll be honest wasn't planning for it to be a hiatus so early on but I wanted to talk about it it was bound to happen let's just be real I talked about overthinking in my first episode and I purposefully did that because I needed to explain how it would affect my whole process and That's natural. It's something that's going to happen for almost everyone when they start a new project. And it happened to me. I'm going to be honest and upfront. Things happened. And that's not to say that I wasn't recording or I wasn't planning. I was doing all of that, but life just got in the way. My head got in the way and I got busy. So... I'm back. Thank you for being here. I had a lot of good feedback in the very beginning. And so (laughs) I kind of thought, oh man, did I start off too strong? Do I have a lot of pressure now? And of course, I got in my head. And I had recorded a bunch of episode segments when I made my first episode, so I had a few things on my mind that I wanted to launch. Some got really deep, some of them were just fun, and I didn't know what to do with them. They were just all over the place, and so I kind of had to take a step back and think, okay, if I'm going to do this, does it really matter how I do it, or should I just launch them? And then here I am recording another audio, which I don't know if it'll be the second episode or not. And then I realized that my process is very random and it's something I'm going to have to work through and understand how to improve. So that's that. And here we are. So I've had a lot of things happen in the last month or so. I don't even know if it's been a month. I think it has. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've, I've gone through a lot of ups and downs. And this podcast, when I made the first episode, was so exciting. I don't think I've ever been as excited to work on something. And I realized that I went up and down with my creativity and my inspiration for it. And I expected that to happen, but if I really want to keep this up, I have to keep up the consistency like anything else. And so that's the biggest challenge here. And not thinking about what you're expecting or what you'll think, but what I want to put out. And I have a lot on my mind, and I think this process allows me to really dive into my thoughts and clear out all of the uncertainty that I have in my thoughts to make sense of it. 
And I know that a lot of people are listening to this and who know me personally. And I never want to create any concern. And I do this because I genuinely believe that vulnerability is the key to your happiness and your growth. And I think if I'm able to just do that without the fear that people are going to think that I'm weird, then I'm on the right track. And so there was a little bit of that insecurity coming through. I just wanted to talk about that really quick and go back to the level of inspiration that I feel every time that I get on the mic and I talk. It's been really interesting to see what comes out of it and I've been really interested in that process and it's made me realize that it doesn't matter who listens to this and part of the stuff that I record probably won't make its way into this podcast but in a way I'm recording a part of my life that I can look back on even if it's in private and think wow my 27 year old self this is what she was going through and I and I look back on myself throughout the years and I have parts of of what I was thinking and I always I always look back and I'm so inspired by those versions of myself because you don't realize how wise you are in your present age until you look back and you read or you listen to yourself and you realize wow I really was thinking so much more maturely or more immaturely in my youth and there's something so beautiful about that so I guess that's what this podcast really is it's a timestamp of my life right now in this present time so thank you for joining me and my 27 year old journey through young adulthood it's a scary time and I've seen a lot recently talking about how 27 is such a crazy pivotal year for so many and I can agree with that it is rough it's so weird I think anyone who has gone through this age or this time frame understands that there's just so much pressure and there's so much going on around you and inside of you that you're like I don't know what to do and then the world is just going through so much and you're just trying to figure out what's your next move or what do you do in the present moment that makes sense of it all. I mean last year and this year there have been so many things worldwide in the U.S. just everywhere that have just been shaking our foundation and making us realize that there are so many things outside of us that we can't control and I think what we can all learn from is that there are so many things outside of our control that maybe it's the only thing that we need to focus on is what we do have control of 
and that's ourselves. But it's not always about what you can do for yourself. I think we all need to think outside of ourselves, in our communities, in our families, in our friend groups, how we can be better influences within those spaces. And yeah, I think there's a lot to talk about within that. I wanted to talk about the topic of overthinking just a little bit more. Another fear that I had when I was going into this second episode was I didn't want to repeat myself. But I realized in my everyday life as I talk to friends and family and just peers that overthinking is such a common thing. And I guess you could say that we don't want to admit it because it makes us seem like we're constantly in an anxious state and we're always overthinking and we're always in our heads and we're always insecure. But I think it's really good to point out when you are overthinking because it's such a personal thing that you have to deal with. The inner critique is so loud and it's something that you can't see in other people. And when you know that someone is overthinking, it helps you help them get out of their heads. I've had to do that so much lately for my friends and they've had to do that for me and I think that goes to show the love you have for people and the reassurance that you give them that lets them see what they often can't see in themselves and that can be seen as a very weak point. We seek validation in all sorts of ways. We seek it from our bosses, we seek it from our parents, We seek it from our partners and I've learned in the past that no one should ever make you feel stupid or small for seeking it. Of course, you should be doing it in the way that you actually believe it and you have a lot of areas to work on in between that time. But that doesn't mean that you can't give someone validation in order to help them through their process. It's really important to just tell people how you feel. And that goes to every relationship, friendship, whatever ship you're currently in, and with yourself more than anything. I think we always look for external validation and you should look for those things in your support system. But you should never rely on it, is what I'm trying to get at. It's important to understand that those things are important, but you should be really working to improve and strengthen that within yourself. And that can be in a lot of forms. You can really internalize things that you hear from the outside, and it makes you feel like, those are the only things that people see, but you have to see the good in yourself and the power that you have within yourself. And it's hard. It's not not something that comes natural. I think we all struggle through it. And I can only speak for myself, but I know that people around me have expressed this to me as well. 
And if that's something that you're going through or that you have gone through, I hope that you've gotten stronger along the way in some way. And you know that it's not a permanent thing. It's not a fixated thing. You can try to. You can try to be as confident in yourself and, you know, try to be strong all of the time. But things happen and situations arise where you do feel defeated and you feel a little low and you feel like a bit of an imposter. And I, th- I think about the imposter syndrome and self-awareness and self-consciousness and all of that a lot because especially going into this, I think about my place and I think about why I would want to do this and what gives me the power. And then I realize that <laughs> it doesn't even matter. There is no limit to the space. I am a place in this and I can be. And it it's the same for anything. And I think we always limit ourselves through comparison. And we think, oh... They're doing it, so mm, let me find something else. What am I good at? What do I like? Sometimes it's obvious to you. You know what you like. And sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves to see the bigger outcome of it. But then we forget that the craft of it is the beauty in all of that and what we feel the most in tune with and I'll touch on this a little bit more but I've thought a lot about my childhood over the years and who I was as a kid and I always smile because that version of me is the truest form of me. I don't think that we change all that much from childhood. I think even though we're developing, we're developing our lifetime versions of ourselves, we just forget. We forget who we are as kids because of society, because of growing up, because of school, work, all of the realities of adulthood. And those pressures change our interests and they change our actions and the things that create a little bit of fire within us. And I just, I'm really excited to dive into those things. Those are things that are a little deep and often sad because there's a lot of trauma within that, but it's kind of what I want to go with and it's going to be a journey. So again, thank you for being here. I'm going to stop right here because I've realized that my process is a bit of a ramble and I'm not mad about it. I'm very proud about it because this is a full clip. Like I'm not stopping. This is just me starting and going and stopping. And I'm I'm realizing that that's the process that I actually really enjoy and it doesn't have pressure attached to it. It's very raw and real. And the thought of you listening and connecting to me in this moment really keeps me going. And 
I'll see you in the next one.